Hello, friends. This is Lisa DeLay, and this is the Spark My Muse podcast. This is Soul School 189, A Special Longing. Today, I'm going to be reading something from John O'Donohoe's book called Anakara, A Book of Celtic Wisdom. This is one of those books I go back to again and again that is so refreshing for the soul. It talks about love, intimacy, friendship, the real soul workings of our interior life. I gain so much wisdom every time I go back. Before I begin that, I wanted to mention that tonight, May 5th, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, May 5th, 2021 at 7.30 p.m., I will be hosting a class on Evagrius Ponticus, the Desert Father whose spirituality is such a great guide for us today. Evagrius features in my book and holds a pivotal role for helping us understand what I like to call the weather systems within the climate of our inner terrain and our inner life. We'll find out a little bit more about Evagrius, how he guided his students, how this spiritual guidance is so vital for us today, and I hope you'll join us. It's free to come to the event. It's also free to watch the replay. You just need to sign up. So you go to sparkmymuse.com and look for the event page, click on May 5th, and join us. The second event I'll tell you about is in another month. June 2nd is also the first Wednesday of the month at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We will be going over my book, The Wild Land Within. This is a book discussion that you can come to whether you've read the book or not, even if you've only heard about the book and you want to learn more. I'm going to be doing some readings and we'll have some conversation, answer questions, and talk amongst ourselves about what it means to, to journey into the wild land within. Our interior world the unseen world that makes up who we are. A special thanks to Jonathan Puddle and the podcast for hosting me to talk about my book. We had a fantastic conversation. Podcast is with two Ds, P-U-D-D-C-A-S-T. This was one of my most favorite conversations so far about the book with a person who is deeply invested in spiritual formation, transformation, and healing. It was a delight to speak with Jonathan. There will be a link in the show notes and on the website for this episode that will take you to that wonderful conversation. Who was John O'Donohoe? It looks like Donahue. Apparently in Ireland, it's pronounced Donahoe. John O'Donohoe was a poet, philosopher, scholar who gives us, through the spiritual landscape of the Irish imagination, a way to understand spirituality and the soul in whole new ways. In his book, Anna Kara, the Gaelic word for soul friend, the ancient teachings, stories, and blessings of Celtic wisdom provide such profound insights on the universal themes of friendship, solitude, love, and death. Here are a few tidbits of what you can find in the book. Light is generous. The human heart is never completely born. Love is an ancient recognition. The body is the angel of the soul. Solitude is luminous. Beauty likes neglected places. The passionate heart never ages. To be natural is to be holy. Silence is the sister of the divine. Death is an invitation to freedom. I'll be reading from the Kindle version on the chapter called One, the Mystery of Friendship. This is page seven out of 235 or 6% in on Kindle. He writes, Love begins by paying attention to others with an act of gracious self-forgetting. This is the condition in which we grow. Once the soul awakens, the search begins and you can never go back. 
From then on, you are inflamed with a special longing that will never again let you linger in the lowlands of complacency and partial fulfillment. The eternal makes you urgent. You are loath to let compromise or the threat of danger hold you back from striving towards the summit of fulfillment. When this spiritual path opens, you can bring an incredible generosity to the world and to the lives of others. Sometimes it is easy to be generous outward, to give and give and give, and yet remain ungenerous to yourself. You lose the balance of your soul if you do not learn to take care of yourself. You need to be generous to yourself in order to receive the love that surrounds you. You can suffer from a desperate hunger to be loved. You can search long years in lonely places far outside yourself. Yet the whole time this love is but a few inches away from you. It is at the edge of your soul. But you have been blind to its presence. Through some hurt, a door has slammed shut within the heart and you are powerless to unlock it and receive the love. We must remain attentive in order to be able to receive. Boris Pasternak said, When a great moment knocks at the door of your life, it is often no louder than the beating of your heart, and it is very easy to miss. It is strangely ironic that the world loves power and possessions. You can be very successful in this world, be admired by everyone, have endless possessions, a lovely family, success in your work, and have everything the world can give. But behind it all, you can be completely lost and miserable. If you have everything the world has to offer, but you do not have love, then you are the poorest of the poorest of the poor. Every human heart hungers for love. If you do not have the warmth of love in your heart, there is no possibility of real celebration and enjoyment. No matter how hard, competent, self-assured, or respected you are, no matter what you think of yourself or what others think of you, the one thing you deeply long for is love. No matter where we are, who we are, what we are, or what kind of journey we're on, we all need love. And skipping ahead a little bit, I love this section too. We do not need to go out to find love. Rather, we need to be still and let love discover us. Some of the most beautiful writing on love is in the Bible. Paul's letter to the Corinthians is absolutely beautiful. Here he writes, Love is always patient and kind. Love is never boastful or conceited. It is never rude or selfish. It does not take offense, and it is not resentful. Love is always ready to excuse, to trust, to hope, and to endure whatever comes. Elsewhere, the Bible says, perfect love casts out fear. And finally, it takes great courage to let someone so close, since the body is the soul. When you let someone so near, you let the person become part of you. In the sacred kinship of real love, two souls are twinned. The outer shell and contours of identity become porous. You suffuse each other. That's all I'll read for today. This book is crammed full of beauty and truth and wisdom, and it should be part of your library. Anna Karam, A Book of Celtic Wisdom by John O'Donohue. So as we think about our special longing for love that we all have, that we all may feel disconnected from sometimes, it's important to know that love is already there, and we have to awaken to it, and we have to participate in it. 
In times like these, we feel disconnected from our loved ones. We feel that reality is mediated through a screen or through masks, and it may not feel as real as we hope. It may not connect us in such deep ways as we're used to or as we would like it to be. But with this quiet wisdom, poet John O'Donohoe tells us about the very nature of the soul and love and how we can interact with it, how we can find it, how we can settle down into it. And this is the kind of wisdom that sustains us for the long haul, for the trials and tribulations of life, for the injustices and maliciousness of this world. Make sure that you take care of your soul, which is to say your whole self. Make sure that you remind yourself who you are and that you are loved. Because we are so easily forgetful, because we are so easily deluded by our own wounds, sometimes these messages fade from our memory. Sometimes we don't live into them and enact them, these truths that are part of existence. If you'd like to learn more about the inner world, that's what I wrote about in my book, The Wild Land Within, cultivating wholeness through spiritual practices. And it's not just spiritual practices that the book is about. It's about so much more. It's about understanding the influences, the hidden influences, and the overt influences that make us who we are and create certain specific wounds in our life we endeavor to overcome lifelong. It's also about centering the stories of the marginalized and oppressed as a way to understand God instead of using the typical dominant culture as a reference point. And finally, it's about healing and transformation. When we know ourselves better, we can be more reflective and we can move toward wholeness and communion with others. I hope that you might read my book, The Wild Land Within. You can get it anywhere good books are sold. And I ask that you would please leave a thoughtful review on Amazon.com or Goodreads.com so that other people may be able to find this book and perhaps move toward healing and wholeness because of it. You can drop by sparkmymuse.com for the events and see what else is there. And if you feel like supporting the show and getting some extras, in the month of May for supporters at $5 a month, I will send you a gift pack with bookmarks and book plates and a magnet for you that relate to the book, The Wild Land Within, and I will customize that book plate so that can be something special you put on the title page of your book. To support the show and get a gift pack, go to patreon.com forward slash sparkmymuse. May peace and blessing be yours. I'll see you next week.